Group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. Hello, this is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. Make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other platform. Go check out Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget about dbetravel.com, which is the official website for the show. At dbetravel.com, you'll find the episode library, some fun blogs, a link to support the show on Patreon, and so much more. Whether it be Disneyland in California, Disney World in Orlando, or a different international property, people from all over travel to get to experience that Disney magic. Not too long ago, Disney announced that they would be releasing something new called Disney Genie. What exactly is Disney Genie, you may ask? Well, travel advisor Miranda Haley is here to help explain. Now, there's still a lot of details that Disney hasn't yet released about Genie and Genie Plus, but Miranda does a great job of explaining what we do know so we can have a better idea of some upcoming changes to the Disney experience. I really learned a lot during our discussion, so let's get to my interview with Miranda. Miranda, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So let's talk about the most magical place on earth, Disney. It is a place that so many people travel to each year. Um, And and Disney actually recently announced that they would be rolling out Disney Genie. Um, Can you give me an overview, just a general overview? What is Disney Genie? Okay, so Disney Genie is actually three different kind of vocabulary words that we need to go over. There's going to be Disney Genie, which is going to be a free planning service that's going to be nested within either the Disneyland app or the Disney World app, which is my Disney experience. So that is going to be a planning service where you get to go in and say, I like princesses, I like Star Wars, um, I like these types of dining, I'm vegetarian. Disney is going to use its predictive software and your preferences to help you map out a day. And it's going to be constantly updating based on crowds and that sort of thing. So that's going to be free to you once you have purchased your tickets and made your reservation. There are park reservations included with this too. Then from there, there is a paid option that is called Disney Genie Plus. This is going to be a replacement for if you're familiar with Disney World's Fast Passes or Disneyland's Max Pass. This is your skip to the front of the line option. $15 a day per person at um, Disneyland, I'm sorry, Disney World, and then 20 per day per person at Disneyland. You get some different benefits between those two, but um, we can go over that later. It boils down to that gives you that front of the line access to pretty much anything that had a fast pass line before most of the attractions. There's a few that are like the latest, greatest, hottest ones like Web Slingers out in Disneyland or soon to be open Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in Disney World. Those are going to be a pay to play um, a la carte option. You will have had to have purchased that Disney Genie Plus to then be able to go in and buy this exclusive access. 
if there is an option for a virtual queue that's currently there that's just a free option those will stay um, but you can buy your way onto some of these rides that have extremely long lines or have very difficult to get virtual queue passes those are going to implement what's called surge pricing and if you've ever been on a cruise you know that when a cruise first um, lets their pricing out that's the cheapest it is. The more that sells, the more the price goes up. It's gonna be the same. You're gonna see um, lower pricing during non-peak times, and then you will see a surge in pricing during those peak times. And those are gonna be implementing these new lightning lanes, which is just a rebranding on the old fast pass lines. Have I lost anybody yet? Are we still all together? <laughs> well, no, actually, I was going to say that. Thank you so much for that. all that information. That's great. And I'm so glad you clarified because to me, all that I know is like Disney Genie. It's sort of a general thing. Um, so right. thank you for kind of clarifying that for me. Um, and it sounds like really cool, customizable technology that makes you feel like you're in control of your preferences, like you mentioned at the top of your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, when can we expect Disney Genie to become like implemented in the parks? Okay, we don't know. <laughs> the short answer to that is we're not really sure. Disney has said that this is going to be coming in the fall, and that is a pretty squishy area there. I mean, until it's like officially Christmas time, that could still be fall. My prediction is that what we've seen in the past is Disney has rolled out some new tech at what they call their earmark conference. So there are certain travel agencies like my travel agency, Main Street and more that are earmarked. It means that we specialize in Disney. Um, that's really our focus. And we have reached a certain level within the Disney company. And they have a conference every year for these agency owners. We've seen them roll out the magic bands there, my Disney experience. They kind of test them on the owners there. That conference is going to be in early November. So I think it might be a safe bet to say we'll see it around then. But who knows? <laughs> We've also got the 50th anniversary coming up on October 1st. That's technically fall. I don't know that they're going to roll out something that's this complicated when they have a ton of people there. But maybe right before or right after. My money is on November. Okay, so there's still a lot of unknowns uh, as far as timing and even, I mean, just in general with the Disney Genie and Genie Plus, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of things we don't know. Um, Can you give any indication, and you might have mentioned this earlier, but how do people access like the Genie? Is that through the Disney app or, or how does that all work? It is. So in Disneyland, it's just called the Disneyland app. In Disney World, it's called My Disney Experience. And we've had these apps for a while. Um, there are highs and lows with them. I love them. There are times that, you know, they're extremely frustrating. This is going to be nested within those apps. So it's just going to be a new function to these apps. But it's kind of exciting because, like you said, it's super customizable. This hasn't really been an option for us before. When I have clients who go down and they have, you know, one day and they've got to ride that certain ride, the option to purchase a seat on that ride is new. And I love that. We also get a peek at Disney's predictive software, which is really interesting. And this is the first time that guests have been able to utilize it from this side of the door where we're telling them our preferences and then it's responding to us. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and having that, those preferences, it makes you feel 
good. I mean, like we see it in mm-hmm. subscription boxes. We see it in the way things are being sold now. We like to feel important by clicking our preferences and having stuff customized to us. So I think that's really, really neat. Um, I did want to ask you because there is a fee uh, with with Genie Plus, right? Do you know anything, right. any kind of details about that fee? Okay, so what we know, and of course this is different between Disneyland and Disney World, it is going to be per person per day. We expect that we're going to be able to for clients purchase like a a length of stay and add it into a package that they're doing just like we would add in a resort or dining or photo package um at disney world it's going to be 15 dollars per day besides this access to you know customize everything and get you know front of the line access there's also going to be what they're calling augmented reality which think like snapchat filters um, which before you could get if you purchased the photo pass, some of the photo pass um, photographers would be able to put, you know, like Tinkerbell on your shoulder or something like that. But now you're going to have it on your phone with this app in Disneyland is going to be $20 per day per person. And you're going to get your photo pass included with it. As for this yet to be named a la carte option within disney genie plus there's been speculation but disney hasn't told us precisely what this pricing is going to be i have read that on the low end it might be anywhere from five to ten dollars and on the high end i've heard 25 dollars. but we just don't know sure and there's definitely a lot of unknowns and and that's okay but it's it's great that we're talking Mm -hmm. about what we do know so we can you know prepare for what it's going to be like this fall, whenever that date is that it, this whole exactly. thing will drop. Um, I did want to ask because it looks like there may be advantages for, um, you know, people staying on property as far as linking with Genie Plus or Genie. Um, do you know about any of those advantages? Can you speak on that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, so even prior to this, there were a ton of advantages to staying on Disney property. Um, but specific to this, what you're going to see, and again, this is a little bit different between Disney World and Disneyland, so let's go through them. Sure. Okay. At Disney World, if you're a hotel guest, then you're going to, obviously, you can do the free um, booking through the virtual queues if that's an option. Um, But otherwise, for that paid option, and for those lightning lanes, you want to think about everything starting at 7 a.m. That's the key. Everything for you starts at 7 a.m. if you're an on-site guest. If you're an off-site guest, just what they're calling a day guest, you can only book your a la carte lightning lane options at the park opening time. And for Disney World, you want to keep in mind that varies by day and by park. It's not based on your arrival, it's based on the opening time of that park. And I have seen opening hours change as um, short as just the night before. You know, I'll go to bed and be like, you know, I think Magic Kingdom's opening at eight, but I'm gonna check. Turns out they're opening up an extra 30 minutes early and I didn't know. So you gotta really gauge that. If you're staying on property, you don't have to worry about that, it's 7 a.m. Um, at Disneyland, it's the same for on-site and off-site guests. Everybody can book everything starting at 7 a.m. Okay, very cool. Thank you for mm-hmm. clarifying that too. Um, You're welcome. And I did wanna you know, kind of talk about that predictive software that you had mentioned a mm-hmm. few times. 
Um, because apparently Disney has been developing and even using this in certain spaces uh, for some time now. But now they're they're truly rolling it out through Genie and Genie Plus. Um, what else can you tell me about like the predictive software? Is there anything else that you know about it? So Disney's been gathering information on our behaviors um, in the parks for years. You know, before it used to be pen and paper eyeballs and one of those little clicker counters. But now they're able to use tech to do this. So there's a magic band, which if you've been to Disney, everybody usually gets their magic band. And this gives you the option to swipe to pay for something. Um, You swipe to get into the parks. You swipe to get into your fast pass rides that we had before. Now we don't have fast pass. Now we have this new. Mm -hmm. Um, You can do, you can get into your room. You can do all these types of things. It's also simultaneously giving Disney information about how you're interacting with their resorts and their parks. So if they see that there is, you know, a large crowd build up in a certain area that lets them allocate resources they can shift um, staff they can make sure that those restaurants maybe have more supplies Um, send over some characters to entertain while people are standing in line and waiting for things this just takes it to the next level where we are interacting with it they're not just passive you know we're not passively being watched now we're telling them what it is that we want to do and two you know before, when we would make plans with, you know, the three fast passes that we had gotten, it was every time that you got a park reservation or a park ticket, you got three. What if your plans changed? Then, you know, you were suddenly deciding, well, do I just drop this thing that I had over here or do we change our plans? Now you have more flexibility to change plans and be like, it's fine. The app will tell me when the line is shorter for the tea party ride. I like that. And kind of sort of what you said is leading me into my next question. I mean, do you think like, do you anticipate that the Disney genie and genie plus will have an overall positive or negative experience for customers in the park? I think it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag. Um, personally for me, depending on when I go, since I know the parks pretty well, if I'm going in a lower, like non-peak time, I may not need some of this stuff and I can navigate on my own. But if I'm a first timer going, listen, you can look at the map and think you know where you're going. But when you walk in there, it's so much bigger and more active than you expect. You can get overwhelmed. And trying to figure out where you want to get and by what time, that can be frustrating. I think that this is a really good option for first time people or people that maybe only go every couple of years. You don't have to, if you're if you're a Disney veteran, you don't have to follow this. You can go off and do your own thing. But it is really nice to know, you know what? For some reason, Haunted Mansion has like no line. And I'm right over here by Pirates of the Caribbean that has a two hour line. I'm gonna jaunt over there. That's fantastic. I love that option. I think that it plays to every level of guests that's there. And then, of course, you've got those guests who they've got one day. They got to make it count. That technology is going to really let them navigate the parks in a different way than they did before. Yeah, that's a great point because there's certainly people who have been to Disney many times, and then you have other people who are there, you know, maybe their first or second time. And then you also mm-hmm. have people who love technology and love to be on their phones and you have other people that don't. So it's, it's good. Right. It's interesting. It's a really interesting mix. And 
fingers crossed that it all rolls out smoothly without you know crashes and and all that stuff too there's no way it's gonna it's there's gonna be something that goes wrong somewhere it's fine they'll work it out disney has really good tech teams um but what i'll say is i think i know whatever disney genie is today is not necessarily what it's going to be in a year. I think that they're going to be very responsive to the public with the rollout. If there is an aspect of this that just does not work, Disney's pretty good about changing things and pivoting, and I think that they'll work it out. So I found your Disney Genie Plus guide blog on your website. Um, Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about Adventures by Miranda? And can you talk about your role as a travel advisor? Sure. Um, So I am a no-fee travel advisor. I am with Main Street and More Travel, which is a Disney earmarked agency. And you can find me at Adventures by Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, at both Facebook and Instagram. And you can find my website and my blog links there. Um, I do specialize in Disney, also Universal. I'm a certified Hawaii specialist through the Hawaii Tourism Board. I do all-inclusives. I work with honeymooners a lot. Now that cruises are sailing again, thank God, I am back into doing cruises more. Um, I tend to specialize in those things that are a little bit overly complicated to be able to help guests have a more friction-free experience on their vacation especially since the pandemic. I mean, Disney Genie is just one example. I'm checking stuff this morning before we get on to record this and there's updates. I'm constantly checking, you know, the new sailing advisories, new travel advisories that are going out with everything, new testing procedures. These are things that can really rob you of the joy of your trip. And my job is to give you that back and I take care of the nitty gritty and the behind the scenes stuff and I create a safety net for my clients and I think the pandemic showed us that you don't want to just decide that you're going to trust your bucket list trip to a booking engine on some random website you just heard about that's not a safe way to travel anymore and things are too complicated for that so I make it less complicated for the client yeah and you can really take the burden off someone's shoulders as far as time and you know, you have in, in, inside information and knowledge that other people don't have. So um, mm-hmm. you can really be a value to someone planning a trip. I know that a lot of people think of, you know, well, advisors, they're going to sell me the most expensive option. That's not what travel advisors do. One of the things that I like to tell people is I keep you from making expensive mistakes. That is one thing that I really do like to bring to the table. Um, I don't cost you any more. I get my commissions from Disney when you book or from the cruise line. So using an advisor, it gives you a safety net. It gives you your money back. It gives you your time back and it gives you the joy of your trip back. Absolutely. And listeners, I definitely encourage you to scroll down to the show notes to find uh, the link to Miranda's website so you can learn more about her and and what she can do for you as a travel advisor. Um, Miranda, I have one more question before we call it an an interview here. Um, Okay. On Destinations Beyond Expectations, this is the podcast designed for students of travel. And so I want to ask you, are you someone who considers yourself a student of travel? Are you someone who likes to learn about travel and, you know, learn as you travel? And if so, can you maybe share an important lesson that you've learned along the way? Absolutely. Um, I am a student of travel. I feel like 
there's always something new out there. Even when I go to a destination that I've been to so many times before, I always learn something new there. Um, I was very lucky. Um, my grandmother believed in the power of travel. And so she made it a point to um, have me go with her on her travels from a young age. I think that travel at any age, it doesn't just broaden your horizons, but it changes who you, you aren't the same person when you come back. You learn something new and you learn from the people. People, uh, doesn't matter what culture or religion or country that you're from, people want to connect. And when you think back to trips, you don't necessarily always remember the restaurants that you went to, but you remember interactions with like some crazy local or, you know, somebody that you met at the playground that your kids were playing at. That's the stuff that you remember, those connections. That's what I take away. That's that's where I learn when I'm traveling. It's always from the people that I meet. I love that. That's a that's a great, great piece of information to to think about as you're traveling, just the connections that we make along the way. So um, I appreciate that knowledge. Um, Miranda, thank you so much for joining me and, and talking about Disney Genie and, and Genie Plus. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This is good for me. It keeps me on my toes with this stuff. I love coming on and talking about it. It it seems complicated and clunky, but you know, I'm here to help. If you've got questions about it, you know, you can DM me. We're all going to learn this together. <laughs> A big DBE thank you to Miranda for joining me on this episode. I really learned a lot about Disney Genie and the really fascinating technology behind it. I definitely encourage everyone to scroll down to the show notes to learn more about Adventures by Miranda and where to give her a follow on social media. I'd love if you guys could visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. And if you guys have a quick second, it would mean a lot to me if you could follow Destinations Beyond Expectations on social media. DBE is on Facebook and Instagram. If you like the show, go ahead and hit the subscribe or follow button on Spotify or wherever you are listening. Oh, and if you can, rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts is so incredibly helpful to growing this show. Well, that is all I've got for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks for telling a friend about DBE. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.